Hello and welcome to the Preston Sports Podcast as we are going to be looking at who is the best current manager out there at the moment. We have come up with the 16 top names in the managerial business and we have put them into um, 16 seeds and we are deciding through a tournament who is the best manager currently out there. So, uh, I am joined by Oliver Portlack and Luke Power. Between the three of us, we will be deciding who goes through each round. So, to run you through how it's going to work, we will be deciding on the criteria based on the amount of trophies they won, the type of trophies they won, the legacy they've left their clubs in, the coaching quality. So, in terms of if they picked up a player at 16 and developed him into a world-class player, then that counts towards them. And what other professionals, in terms of players, managers and pundits, say about that circumstance. To manager. So, the 16 names we came up with, we have Jose Mourinho, Mauricio Pochettino, Gian Piero Gasparini, Zinedine Zidane, Carlo Ancelotti, Fernando Santos, Diego Simone, Luis Enrique, Jurgen Klopp, Rafa Benitez, Antonio Conte, Massimo Allegri, Pep Guardiola, Joachim Lowe, Julian Nagelsmann and Didier Deschamps. So, to decide how we seeded these, we simply put out a uh, Twitter poll to find out um, who is going to be number one seed and who was number 16 seed. So, to start it off, our Twitter fans decided that Jose Mourinho was our number one seed and Mauricio Pochettino is our number 16 seed. So, to start off with the first match of the last 16, I'm going to come to Oliver Portlock with his pick of who heads through to the quarterfinals. Um, for me, between Mauricio Pochettino and Mourinho, it's a tough one um, because, you know, Mourinho's won, in, his trophy cabinet is bulging um, and, and Pochettino's simply isn't. However, you know, we are looking at um, the current best manager uh, out of these two uh, and I think Pochettino's done himself no harm at all when you look at his achievement well I say I, I think it's an achievement in himself the position he got Spurs to without signing you know a single player was it like three four years um, but for me you know it's, it is about winning trophies and I probably would say Mourinho uh, probably gets this one so one vote to Jose Mourinho from Ollie. Luke, coming to you, who are you heading through to the next round? Yeah, well, um, if, if Mourinho's listening, he might feel a bit hard done by it, but I am actually going to opt for Mauricio Pochettino. If I was a professional football player, I certainly know who I'd want to play under. We're talking, you know, over the last five years. And as Ollie said, taking Spurs from they're probably, you know, maybe under Harry Redknapp but generally not compete for the Champions League positions into a side reach in the Champions League final I think Mourinho has a tendency to fall out with absolutely everybody at every club that he goes to and fails to get the best Ogba and Alexis Sanchez you know players who flourished before he had his hands on them and then suspiciously um, all went downhill he's had many acrimonious exits from clubs so I don't care if he's won the Champions League with Porto with Inter Milan Pochettino's clearly the better manager interesting one there from uh, Luke deciding for Pochettino so it sends it through to a deadlock which I'm going to uh, choose between Mourinho or Pochettino um, I get where Luke's coming from Pochettino done a brilliant job at Tottenham he's, he's done himself no harm but the question you ask yourself who would you rather play under Pochettino or Mourinho if you want a happy home life probably Pochettino but if you want a trophy cabinet full of trophies a cabinet full of trophies and medals it's Mourinho so I'm sending Mourinho through to the quarterfinals okay so Jose Mourinho is the first one through moving on to our next one we have our eighth and ninth seed we have Atalanta's manager Gasparini going up against Real Madrid manager Zinedine Zidane Oliver coming to you first um it, it... I do find it a tough one, but again, I'm going to say um, Zidane. I think, I, I don't know, I, I think they realised how much of an impact he, he had in such a short time um, when, he, when, he, when he went and they sort of went downhill. Granted, um, that they're not 
perhaps in the best shape, but there's always going to be some sort of rebuilding needing to be going on because the squad is still ageing and I think they're in a process that, you know, it's a marathon, not a sprint. And I think he, he's proved himself. I think Gasparini is a fantastic manager for what he's done and, and currently doing with Atalanta. But I, I'm going to stick by Zidane um, for the former players' sort of union um, for this one and send him through for me. Okay, Zidane gets one vote. Luke, coming to you, are you going to send Zidane through or are you going to send it to a deadlock again? Um, I'm not going to send it to a deadlock again. I think, okay, Gasparini has done you know, a phenomenal job with Atalanta. However, leading up to that, he's had a very sketchy career. He's done okay at Genoa. Um, you know, he got them into the Europa League, but he flopped at Palermo. He was sacked after five games at Inter Milan. Whereas Zinazine Zidane, three consecutive Champions League titles. That's unprecedented. You know, I don't even know if that's been done before. And you look at the the managers that, you know, have been around him at Real Madrid, you know, Rafa Benitez, um, Lopetegui, Solari. They failed to win over, you know, a Real Madrid dressing room with incredibly big egos. And I think a lot of people underestimate how difficult it is to manage Real Madrid. You know, they say, oh, I could walk in there and win La Liga. I could walk in there and win the Champions League. But to keep a hold on Ronaldo, Ramos, these are big personalities. And to, to get the absolute best out of them and convince them that you deserve to manage them, I think is an incredible job. So Zidane for me. So Zidane heads through to the next round. OK, pitting up now is number four seed Everton manager Carlo Ancelotti against our number 13 seed Fernando Santos who is uh, the current manager of Portugal uh, this one for me is a bit of a tight one Ollie, I'm going to come to you which one are you going for? Um, I, I, again I acknowledge what Fernando Santos has done but he's also got one of if not the best player in the world uh, for a generation at his disposal despite him being ageing um, you know there are some times where throughout the Euros uh, in 2016 and I thought Portugal stumbled through a little bit but not not trying to dent the achievement that, that you know that they've had in the Nations League but um, you look at Ancelotti I mean three was it three um, Champions League with three different clubs he, he comes he comes to Everton um, you know uh, they've been going through lots of managers who obviously haven't aren't in the same category or caliber of, of Ancelotti, but he's come in and steadied the ship straight away. You know, he's a sort of manager that has that class about him, um, and he has that wow factor where he makes players sort of stand up and, and sort of take notice of what he says. So one vote towards Carlo Ancelotti. Um, Luke, coming to you on your vote for this one. Um, it's a no-brainer for me. Ancelotti is absolute managerial royalty and I think he should definitely be in the next round, if not going all the way. You look at just the sheer record that he's had. You know, He's managed clubs in all the top countries, AC Milan, Real Madrid, Bayern, um, Chelsea, PSG. And the thing is, he's a great assembler of sides. I mean, you look back to when Liverpool won the Champions League in 2005 and were huge underdogs. And AC Milan rightly got them back two years later because with the likes of Maldini, Kaká, Pirlo, Pirlo before Ancelotti probably hadn't maximised his ball-playing abilities and then he moved him to a more deep-line playmaker role and turned him into the Pirlo we all know and love. You know, the list goes on, Cafu, Seedorf, Nesta. I just think... He is able to identify what a team needs and turn turn them around very quickly. Even with Everton, we've seen in a short space of time, Calvert-Lewin has had a new lease of life. And so for me, just as a hands-on manager, Ancelotti has to win. OK, Ancelotti heads through. Perhaps a harsh exit for Santos, who's had a, a remarkable past few years with Portugal. Uh, right, moving on to the next one. We've got a number five seed, Diego Simone against Spain's manager, number 12 seed, Luis Enrique. Okay, Luke, coming to you first this time, which one are you going for? Now, this is this is a difficult one. However, I am going to plump for Simeone. And I know a lot of people won't like that because Enrique brought back the Barcelona that had been lacking since Pep Guardiola 
Um, they, they went through a string of managers who didn't maximise the playing qualities. And to win two league titles and a Champions League is no mean feat. And I think Enrique did a brilliant job. But Simeone has built Atletico Madrid up from, you know, being a respectable, you know, side into a side that has won two Europa Leagues, won two Champions League finals. And OK, he probably, you know, didn't win as many trophies as Luis Enrique did at Barcelona. But you can't expect that as, as Atletico Madrid. And he just has to be the most frustrating manager to play against as well. I mean, you could say stifle players. You know, Thomas Lamar probably hasn't kicked on as he would have liked. But that's all down to the playing style, you know, two solid banks of four. If Simeone wants to turn up and get a clean sheet, usually he can get it. And I just think his side asserts so much authority over the game that just about marginally he does beat Enrique. Just marginally beats Enrique. Okay, Ollie, coming to you. Are you going to send it to Deadlock or are you going to send Simone through to the quarters? No, I can only echo Luke's sentiment, really. I mean, to break the stronghold between Madrid and Barca, you've got to have a special manager uh, at the helm, and, and Simeone did that. And I think he sometimes gets criticised, perhaps, for playing anti Spanish football, but it gets results um, you know I mean for me as a defender I'd, I'd base any side on defensive solidarity and that's what Simeone does and I, I, I definitely take the point that he, he um, perhaps does ruin or, or stifle some players development but for me if you go into play for someone who's got such a distinct style of play like that you've got to buy into it and uh, you've, you've got to sacrifice perhaps your own personal um, preferences in your style of play for the team and I think that's what Simeone demands from every player and I, I love that about him So Diego Simeone joins Carlo Ancelotti in the next round Okay, moving on to our next one comes up in the form of a former Liverpool uh, battle really with former manager Rafa Benitez coming up against Jurgen Klopp Okay, Luke, with you being the Liverpool fan, uh, fan Klopp or Benitez? <laughs> I have to say Jurgen Klopp. And the reason for this is, I think you could probably put Jurgen Klopp in any job in the world and he would do well because he just has that charisma. You know, he could be a great political leader. He just has that way with people that, you know, brings him over to his way of thinking. Even if he decides to employ one of the most demanding gegenpressing tactics in world football, he still manages to get people that maybe you think previously were slightly slouchy, the likes of Jordan Shakiri, and, you know, make them buy into his concept and how he wants to play. And he's made heroes out of cult figures such as Divock Origi, um, winning the Champions League, on course for the greatest Premier League victory in history. That said, of course, you know, you can't undermine Rafa Benitez because he did, similar to Simeone, you know, breaking the top of La Liga, two titles with Valencia and an absolutely unforgettable um, 2005 Champions League final. However, I think Benitez has had a tendency to be, be blow hot and cold. You look at his record at Real Madrid where he was sacked in December, you know, into Milan, he was sacked halfway through the season. He had arguments with Ronaldo, Marcelo. I just don't think... As a personal person, he's as good as Klopp. I mean, Steven Gerrard said, you know, you'd feel good if you got a smile out of Benitez. You know, Jurgen Klopp, he's a guy who puts an arm around your shoulder and I just think he he's an outstanding manager. Klopp heads uh, with one point. Does he head through to the next round, Alex? Uh, yeah, for me, I think, um, I think Klopp's inspired this sort of culture where it is more than a club and a mentality um, amongst the players and the fans he brings that connect he's, he's the glue um, between them um, and I think it's that off the pitch sort of culture that he creates that does uh, I'd say place him above Benitez don't get me wrong Benitez has proved he's not just a fat Spanish waiter but I think <laughs> in terms of man, man management and player to player um, sort of relationships, treating them, treating your players as more than 
simple footballer or an employee in it as a person, I think it's really important. And that's what I like about Klopp. Um, and like I say, he's brought the fans and the players that ever a bit more closer, uh, which, you know, to do something uh, like that at a club like Liverpool, which has been traditionally very tight-knit anyway, um, you know, it shows what sort of a person he is. So, yeah, Klopp for me. Klopp. Heads through to the next round, but who will he be facing? Will it be former Juventus manager, current Inter Milan manager, or former Juventus manager and AC Milan manager, uh, Massimo Allegri? So it's Antonio Conte against Allegri. Uh, coming to you, Ollie, first. Which one are you sending through? Uh, it's a tough one, this. But uh, for me, I'd probably say Conte. I, I don't know. I, I, there's something about Conte I, I like. He's quite eccentric. Um, but I, I, I felt for him at Chelsea, to be honest. Um, I, I know it's, it's one of these, I mean, se- second season sort of syndrome and sort of things don't go as well as you want. And, and when you're at a club like Chelsea, which is typically knee-jerk and, you know, there's a revolving door in place... Um, you're not going to get the time of day but I, I mean f- for me I, I just love the man that he is and um, I'd love Sorry Ali I think you might have cut out there um, I'm not sure Hello? whether Luke can hear you you may have cut out I, I couldn't hear you what you were saying I can hear now oh sorry I I'm not too. I'm not really been too acquainted with Allegri, to be quite honest. But for me, I'm sending Conte through based on what should have been. I think he should have had more time at Chelsea, and I think I'd like to see him back in the Prem. Okay, Conte with one vote. Luke, are you going to send him through? You know what, Jack? You haven't been super involved it's mostly been 2-0 so I think I am going to make it interesting and vote for Allegri this time but it really could go either way I think Allegri is somebody who's proven he can build a culture at a club you know he's had half a decade at Juventus half a decade at AC Milan um, but winning every single Serie A title with Juventus is not easy and you know even though they are the dominant club you've always had Roma made some exceptional signings in alternating years into Milan and AC Milan have suddenly gone on spending sprees but just haven't been able to break the dominance. I mean, Conte deserves so much credit for what he did at Chelsea, especially in the first season, converting Mick de Moses into the greatest marauding right-back the season saw. <laughs> um, but, but I think I'll leave it up to you, Jack, and I'll, I'll vote for Allegri. So, yeah, two, obviously, great Juventus managers. Allegri won four Serie A's with, um, with uh, Juventus. Conte won three with Juventus and then the Premier League with Chelsea. Um, for me, between the two, I think it's got to come down to Conte. I think he is... It, uh, it'll be harsh to say a modern-day Mourinho because Mourinho's still around and he's not too far after Mourinho, but he doesn't play pretty football. He's not easy on the eye, but he's a manager that... You know, may ruffle a few a few feathers, but comes in and makes an impact. I think we saw that with his spell at Chelsea. We saw that uh, at the moment with him at Inter Milan, winning having the best year in years. Uh, I thought he did a solid job at Italy. He got knocked out in the quarterfinals uh, of the Euros. So yeah, I'm going to send through Antonio Conte to the next round to take on Jurgen Klopp. Okay, moving on to our last two of the last sixteen. Okay, so we've got Pep Guardiola going up against Germany manager Joachim Lowe. Uh, Oli, who are you sending through? Uh, easy one, Pep Guardiola for me. Uh, absolute inspiration to people uh, across the world. Um, you know, he, he, I don't know, it's, it's hard to describe. It's everything, a lot of the time, falls into place. Okay, Bayern Munich, you know, didn't go fantastic, but... I just, I don't know, when I compare him to Joachim Lowe, who, he, don't be wrong, he, he, he's done great with Germany. I think it's took a bit of a downward turn. Uh, I think he was blessed with the right players at the right time uh, and it sort of came together in that way. Um, you know, he dealt with the pressure in the big moments, but 
Pep is sort of, you know, I, I just think he's done it with um, great players as well, but he can do it with mediocre players. Uh, and I think he's got results with them uh, as well as, um, you know, I look forward to him hopefully staying at City and, and seeing what he does post David Silva. Um, uh, but yeah, Pep Guardiola for me. Yeah, looks like a simple one. Uh, Luke, coming to you, uh, I'm, I'm assuming you're going with Pep. Uh, you do assume correctly, Jack. I won't dwell on it for too long. Um, Lowe's done an amazing job winning the World Cup. But he also has the odd catastrophe in him, as we saw at the last World Cup, where they finished bottom of the group. And I think, was it South Korea who finished above them? Whereas Pep Guardiola, consistent league titles in every country, even if you say maybe things have been handed on a plate for him. He is a great tactical innovator. We've seen at Barcelona, you know, the passing style he created. Seen at Man City having your centre-backs be more involved in attack and play. He's always coming up with new ideas and literally reforming the game before our very eyes. So, Pep Guardiola every day of the week. Yeah, easy one for me. Pep goes through as well if I had a vote. Okay, moving on to the last of the last 16. Um, so, we've got current Leipzig manager Julian Nagelsmann against the World Cup winning manager Didier Deschamps. Um, Luke, sticking with you, yep. Nagelsmann and Deschamps. I am going to go for Julian Nagelsmann. He has been, and I know you say maybe he hasn't won you know, any trophies, but what he has done at Hoffenheim and Leipzig in the last few seasons is unparalleled. I mean, Germany seems to have this reputation for having good young coaches. Um, Dominic Tedesco, for instance, at Schalke did very well. And you could say, well, you know, is there something in the German training system for coaches? But no, Nagelsmann is an exception. To convert Hoffenheim from a mid-table side into one challenging for Europe every year is absolutely phenomenal. Deschamps, the problem I have with Deschamps is in the 2018 World Cup, France had about three players he could have picked in every position. You know, okay, they were devastating on the counter-attack, but it's not that hard when you have the pace of Mbappe. And I just feel that international management isn't as hands-on and okay you're taking this collection of players from you know various um, clubs but you you can't take as much credit for the day-to-day management of the players whereas I think Nagelsmann you know he's there every day with his players making them better and for that reason it has to be him. Okay, I'm going to come to myself for this one because I know I'm going for a different one. Um, the Champs, for me, I think you've got to have some form of an international manager in the quarterfinals. Nagelsmann's done brilliant for what has been a short managerial career, but going to the Champs, who's got an illustrious career, did a good job at Monaco, got Juventus back on the feet after the whole fraud, um, the, the whole scandal that went on in mm. Italy. Um what got them promoted as champions did a good job at Marseille won the title with them and then won the biggest prize in football the World Cup and even though he had a, a fantastic side arguably probably the best side in the World Cup 2018 I still think um, you've got to go with the man that's got trophies by his name uh, so I go for Didier Deschamps so coming to you Ollie is the uh, tiebreaker um, I've got to go with you, Jack. I've, I think Deschamps was under a lot of pressure because I think anyone who manages France, I mean, they, they've always had good squads for an international level, but they've never quite clicked. Um, and and I, I still think that there's more to come from um, a Deschamps squad. I think he got a lot of criticism before the World Cup because, again, he didn't play typically attractive football, um, especially the players he has at his disposal. But the key thing is he got the result that was needed and he almost united a nation um, with the World Cup win because the the sort of problems and and, and complaints and criticism all sort of dissipated once the World Cup was won. And I think, you know, what was it? The f- numerous managers, Laurent Blanc, uh, Raymond Domenech, the, the great managers, but they couldn't get the best out of the players that they had. And I think Deschamps, uh, I think he's still got more that he can improve on in terms of the, the squad with France, but I think he's done a good job so far. <coughs> okay, Deschamps beats the higher seed Nagelsmann. So we have our final eight. 
Um, so just to run you through the final eight, we have Jose Mourinho, Zidane, Ancelotti, Simone, Klopp, Conte, Guardiola, and Deschamps. So coming to our first quarter final is uh, pitting two former Real Madrid managers as we've got Tottenham manager Jose Mourinho against Real Madrid manager Zinedine Zidane. Oli, sticking with you, who are you going with? Hmm, toughie. Um, I'm going to have to go with Mourinho again. Um, just, I don't know. I, 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 Zidane has my respect, but I'm just not quite sure whether if he was at a different club. I think I think his his name and his reputation takes him a long way, um, and I think that's that's why he's, he's he's not really so far. He's not done much at another club. He's not done anything, um, and I think I think that might come in his career later on in his career uh, if he can prove that, but. Mourinho's been there and done it and I still think he gets the results he gets a lot of criticism nowadays you know maybe he's not the special one anymore and all that jazz but you know even at United when they're in ruin I mean they still are in partial ruin um, he, he got you know Europa League which isn't obviously the pinnacle of um, of, of club football but it's, it's, it's a result nonetheless you know what I mean he finished second to City and I don't know. I think he still has got it in some capacity, um, albeit maybe not as effective. But yeah, for me, it's Mourinho. Okay, Mourinho gets the vote. Luke, last round, you didn't vote for Jose Mourinho even to make it through to the quarterfinals. Are you going to vote for him to head it head through to the semifinals? Oh, absolutely not, Jack. Um, <laughs> <laughs> look, Jose Mourinho. Look, he's had an incredible career, but since say 2016. When Zidane came into Real Madrid, uh, the, there's, it's unquestionable for me that he's been a better manager. I, I don't see how you know you can doubt mm-hmm. with, with three Champions League titles. You know, Mourinho recently with the whole scandal with Ndombele, what's he thinking? Breaking the protocol that everybody's following to drag a professional footballer into a local park and humiliate them. I just don't see why anybody nowadays would want to play under Jose Mourinho. Whereas Zidane, you know, he served his apprenticeship for a couple of years as the youth team manager at Madrid and you know that's translated into his um, you know top job he's bringing Asensio through Casemiro you know young talented players who have gone on leaps and bounds under him so I am going to say Zidane all while acknowledging that pre a few years ago Mourinho would have won Okay, so it sends it through to Deadlock, which is a difficult one for me because I'm recognising Zidane is as, as, well, three Champions League trophies in a row is unprecedented. But the black mark on Zidane's record, I think, is he's always had a strong Real Madrid side. And in his five years that he's been Real Madrid manager, he's only won one La Liga title. That's assuming they don't win this year, where, where at the moment they look like they won't. Um, and that is going up against Barcelona, who are not at the peak of their strengths, especially under Ernesto Valverde or even Luis Enrique. They were nowhere near as strong as they were in previous years. So I feel like Real Madrid haven't really capitalised. Yeah, capitalised on that. Um, uh, Barcelona not being as strong. Um, and again, Jose Mourinho has a black mark on his record. Every team that he's left, he's sort of left in a. a, a not in a bad state, but he's, he's left them with a poor run of form or them not looking as strong as they had in previous years. But I think if you have to go between Mourinho and Zidane, it's a tough one, but I'm going to send through Mourinho to the semi-finals. OK, so that brings us through to Carlo Ancelotti against Diego Simone, who are our number four and five seeds. Um, Luke, coming to you first, are you going for the Everton or Atletico manager? I am going to go for Ancelotti. I mean, it's hard. You, you can't just go and change your criteria willy-nilly. Um, but if you're going to base it on trophies, Ancelotti would definitely win. I just think the broad experience that he's had, um, you know, he's won titles in so many countries. Um, he, he, he's had a couple of failures recently, you know, at Bayern Munich. Um, he was eliminated in the quarterfinals and, you know, everybody was on his back in the second season at Napoli and, 
you know, he was sacked very soon. Whereas Simeone has, you know, indisputably been number one in Atletico and nobody's ever doubted him. But I just think in terms of what he's sustained throughout his career, that Ancelotti is so impressive. And for me, that is why he would win this one. Ancelotti gets the vote. Ollie, are you going to send through Ancelotti too? I think so. Um, I think, like, like, like Luke said, really, it, the fact that he's actually done it in more than one league, I think edges it. I love Simeone in the way he, he, he operates, but I think he needs to uh, broaden his horizons managerially if, if he is to put some more respect on his name. Um, I think... I think with Ancelotti uh, again, like you say, you got the blemishes in terms of Bayern Munich and Napoli. And I don't know. I think sometimes that's more more to do with off-field factors. I, I mean, De Laurentiis is notorious just for being a pain in the ass um, <laughs> in general, and I, and I do feel for managers uh, at times. Um, I felt for him when he got sacked. Okay, they weren't having the greatest season, but you know, every great manager has bad seasons. Sometimes it's just the way it goes. Um, but yeah, and I, I think I'm, I'm excited to see what he does with Everton because I think he's the type of manager that Everton needed in order to well provide that stability and take them up to the next stage that, you know, only I think Moisey's really done with them, you know, getting them to, to top four uh, level and hopefully Champions League for them uh, and, you know, challenge the traditional top six. So, we see Carlo Ancelotti head through the next round against Jose Mourinho. So, we're coming to you first, Luke. It's your... Um, your, uh, you, uh, did you pick both of them? Did you pick Conte and Klopp in the last round? I think I made it interesting and said Allegri, but with great so, respect for Conte. So yeah, so you've gone with the pick of Klopp in the last round, but you didn't go for Conte last round. So is it Klopp or Conte for you? Well, without any bias creeping into my decision, I, uh, I'm going to say Jurgen Klopp. I think they're quite similar managers. The stories that you hear about their personalities and being so intense, well, I mean, it comes across in the media, um, but they've also had quite similar career trajectories. They both worked with, you know, less reputable sides, Mainz in, in Klopp's case. Um, Conte was in the lower divisions of Italy. He got Barry promoted into Syria. And so, you know, they're both very worthy and have proven themselves at all levels. But I don't know if Conte can sometimes treat people with a cold shoulder. Um, if you remember at Juventus, he uh, one time shouted at the players after they won the league title because they were talking about the bonuses. <laughs> and that's all very well, you know, being professional. Um, but if you win the title by 17 points, you know, maybe you're entitled to, to um, a euro or two more. <laughs> Whereas, you know, Klopp is so charismatic and really one of a kind. And, you know, he said when he came to Liverpool, you know, we want to turn doubters into believers. And he's done exactly that. And for that, he, he wins for me. OK, Klopp gets a vote. Ollie, are you going to send Klopp through? Yeah, I've got to. Um, I, I, I remember watching Conte's this morning against Barcelona uh, earlier in the season and the, the football he played was sensational um, but when you're coming up against Jurgen Klopp it's unfortunate he's come up against Klopp but um, yeah there's no question about it Klopp I think is, is onto a real winner uh, yeah, and I, th I think he's got a good chance of winning it all but yeah um, I'd say Klopp Klopp gets the vote okay Klopp heads through to the next round so our final quarter final sees the uh, matchup of Pep Guardiola and Didier Deschamps. Ollie, who are you sending through? Um, I mean, like I say, I think Deschamps has is, is done fantastic. Despite having a fantastic squad at his disposal, every French manager has had a good squad at the disposal and not done um, wonders with it but for this one again it's unfortunate he's come up against such a formidable opponent because Pep Guardiola is he, he's, he's in the elite and I think it'd be criminal not to send him through 
Okay, Pep goes, uh, gets the one vote. Luke, do you send him through? Yeah, I mean, in 250 years' time, Guardiola will probably still be remembered as one of the most <laughs> iconic managers ever. Uh, Deschamps, you know, very credible, but I don't think he stands a chance against Guardiola. Okay, thank you very much, fellas. Uh, we actually end up with a very interesting final four because we've ended up with a uh, final four of all currently Premier League managers. So we've got the um, Tottenham manager, Jose Mourinho, going up against the Everton manager, Carlo Ancelotti, and then a big tie of the Liverpool manager, Klopp, going up against the Manchester City manager, Pep Guardiola. So um, Mourinho against Ancelotti. Who are you going for, Luke? Can you hazard a guess? <laughs> um, I am, I've, yeah, I've been very critical of Mourinho throughout this, and that that's not going to stop now that we're in the semi-finals. And oh, this is, you know, really splitting hairs at this stage. You know, the the CVs are so similar, but just yeah, Ancelotti is such a you know nice man compared to uh, Mourinho and I think you know that's what it's happened to come down to at this stage because I mean Mourinho when he was at United he came second and he said you know with this aging squad this second place is my greatest achievement I don't know Ancelotti manages with old squads young squads he manages to win you know league titles what he likes and yeah I'm going to go for him okay right I'm going to wage in here because I know um, I'm going to go for a different one. I'm going to go for <laughs> Jose Mourinho. And I've not really had my opinions out for Carlo Ancelotti. Um, a manager that I think is well-respected, but possibly slightly overrated, let's say. Oh. I mean, he's been in the game for 23 years, I believe, now. Um, I think it's four league titles he's won in 23 years. With Juventus and AC Milan, he managed those uh, teams for 10 years and only won one league title whilst he was there. I mean, AC Milan were at the peak of the powers then as well. Um, and yeah, he won a Champions League, which is fantastic. But to only win one league title in 10 years, whilst Mourinho was just reeling them off the list in different countries, um, I think that's the reason I'm going for Mourinho. So it's Mourinho for me. Oli, you're the uh, one that's going to send them through to the final. Is it Ancelotti or Mourinho? It's tough because I think both. I think the key word in in this whole tournament is current, and both these managers have been accused of being past it uh, and and almost dinosaurs at times. Um, but I think I'm gonna send. I think I'm gonna I'm gonna send Jose through um, because I don't know. I, I think I think despite is is play-to-player issues which I definitely are glaring issues at, at, at pretty much every club um, I think he is a born winner um, and you know many people consider the Prem to be the most competitive and the best league in the world and he has excelled at most clubs I'd say I'd say you know even at United he he, he got results to within what they should have been getting uh, because I think he gets a lot of stick and I, I can understand where some of the stick comes from but even now I, I think uh, I think he can still get results and I think he'll still get results with Spurs um, but yeah I think I'm going to have to send Mourinho through Mourinho heads through. Right, now we are heading to uh, the real nail-biting one with our final semi-final of Jurgen Klopp against Pep Guardiola. Luke, who are you sending through? Um, it, I don't know if it would break my heart to go against Klopp. Klopp actually has the better record in head-to-head against uh, or only, only sleepy though. But I just think I'm going to go with Guardiola and I say this with a drooping face because, you know, I absolutely love Jurgen Klopp and do I think that in the next couple of years he will have greatly surpassed Guardiola perhaps but I think the records that he's broken at Manchester City and the way that he is great 
on the side of around 2010 lingering in our memories is even though Klopp has identified all the problems at Liverpool solved you know brought Van Dijk and brought Allison in and his place with developing players like Arnold I, I think Guardiola probably is the greatest manager in world football going back to you know when he started so heavy heart and regret you know I like Klopp but no, yeah I'm going to go Guardiola ok Guardiola gets the vote Ollie, are you going to agree with Luke um, I mean it could be a toss of a coin to be honest um, but to me I think again the way Klopp operates it's just Beautiful. I, I think as well. I, I love Pep's style of play, but I think for me, the the the, the energy and the hard work that that Klopp inspires in his players, for for them to work that hard to the bone for him, for you, for you to do that for your manager, you know, you've got to be a, a special sort of motivator and person to do that. Um, I think it, it's a tough one because. They were desperately unlucky um, not to win the title last year. I mean, you can't underestimate just how well they played. But you've got again, you've got to be outdone by a special team, and City were that special team. But I think where perhaps he where where they fell short, they came up with the Champions League, and I think that's where they've trumped. Um, City's Guardiola at the minute um, with with the Champions League. I mean, you know, to be the best team in Europe, um, it, it, it's, it takes some doing. Um, and you know, he, he sort of broke his own hoodoo with being crap in major finals, which I, I think he gets criticised for quite a lot. Um, but you know, like I say, it's the team. It, Right place, right time. The team and the manager both working ever so hard for each other. Now, I don't know. I, I think again, you could, you could, you could toss a coin, but I'm going to go for Klopp. Klopp gets the vote, so it comes down to a deadlock of Klopp against Pep. Who am I going to send through to the final? Um, again, a difficult one because they've both left lasting impressions on wherever they've been. Um, Pep, the problem with Pep is his three years at Barca, his three years at Bayern, his four years at City, he's had the best team in the league every season. But it's the way he's conducted, the way they've played, the, the way they play teams off the park. Um, I, I, I don't know, because it's a difficult one, because I mean, Klopp was with Dortmund, he got to a Champions League final, um, won two consecutive Bundesligas, which is very hard done by against Bayern Munich. Um, won Champions League with Liverpool looks set to win the Premier League with Liverpool as well because um, I think if you're judging it of what they've done at Liverpool and what of, of what Klopp's done at Liverpool and what Pep's done at Man City I, I'm, I would send Klopp through but I think the whole package of Pep literally, I mean Barcelona we need to remember, Barcelona were, were a top team yeah when he went in but they weren't as good as as, as, as uh, they are now, Pep kind of put them on that pedestal. Yes, they had. I don't want people to say that Barcelona was small before then or anything, and they, they would win the league title and maybe the odd European Cup. But Pep made them the dominant side. They played teams off the park, and they became the sort of. They, they went back to the. Johan Cruyff days of when he was the manager and they yeah. dominated world football and European football that they went back to that they had a bit of a spell I think Rijkaard yeah Rijkaard, yeah Rijkaard, Rijkaard in, in charge then Rijkaard yeah um, uh, they didn't have the best of spells Louis van Gaal was there for a while with Ronald Koeman manager for a while at Barcelona I believe um, and uh, all the years before that they were doing well but then when he went in there, he made them the best. And if I'm looking at the legacy they've left at a club, Pep left Barcelona as a top team in the world and they haven't really dropped from that. Yes, they, 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 they're in the top three, at least. 
So, if I'm sending them through and it's a tough one because I love Klopp, I'm sending Pep through. So that sends us through to a final between Pep Guardiola and Jose Mourinho. Luke, no guesses with no, um, this one. I'm not going to suddenly, you know, turn around and say Jose Mourinho. Um, only <laughs> one winner for me. I, I mean, I don't even know how Jose Mourinho's got to this stage, to be honest. It's an insult to Klopp, you know. That should have just been the final right there. And maybe Klopp would have won it on penalties. Um, yeah, no, I'm going to say Guardiola is the best manager very, very far ahead of Jose Mourinho. I just don't think Mourinho is that original with what he does on the football pitch compared to, um, well, well, you know, OK, defensively maybe, but in terms of sheer innovation and creativity and what Guardiola spots, I don't think that Mourinho quite matches him. Um, OK, yeah. OK, Luke. If you're if you're looking at trophies wise, Mourinho yeah. has more trophies. But is the reason you are going for Pep Guardiola to be the best current manager out there? Is the reason because of the more lasting impressions he leaves on teams and the the legacy he leaves behind and the football that's played? Yeah, is, is yeah. That because Mourinho leaves places, you know, in flames, <laughs> and then uh, you know Guardiola doesn't tend to do that. And yeah. It's a great testament to his loyalty as well, saying, you know, I would stick with Man City even if they were placed in League Two after, you know, the European ban. Whereas Mourinho doesn't strike me as the kind of man who would be that loyal to a football club. And, you know, maybe you say, OK, that doesn't make him a better manager. But I don't know, it makes him more of a, a football and purist. And, yeah, I, I think, yeah, Guardiola, easily. Guardiola gets the vote. Okay, Oliver, coming down to you, who are you going to crown uh, as the best <laughs> um, manager? Oh, not Premier yeah, League manager. And I think, that, uh, current manager. Yeah, I think that's my only my only thing with with current. So you've got to be you've got to keep thinking current, current, current. And I I, I don't think there's any real contest here. Um, I think it is Pep all the way. Um, however, I am interested just because. Um, in, in that vote that we sent out with over 100 votes you know Jose came on top and you know there must be some reason why so many people think he's um, currently uh, the best manager in the world but I think I, like, like like Luke said you know when when it comes down to the sort of nitpicking different things there's more that goes against Mourinho um than, than for him currently, um, right now, uh, than, than Pep. Mm. And, you know, I, I, I don't know, I'm not sure if the loyalty is really in in the game at, at the top clubs at the minute. I mean, personally, I can't think of a top club that's had a long-serving manager. I mean, what, what do you call long-serving nowadays? You know what I mean? I think it's sort of um, worn off this sort of, notion of a manager staying somewhere um, for, for, for 10 years or whatever but um, I've never really seen that with Mourinho um, you know even when he was at Chelsea I, I don't know I, I never really thought that's his club I, I'll admit I found it weird seeing him at United and, and even at Tottenham but never really thought wow like, he's going to be there for years and years on end uh, whereas Pep I could still imagine Pep doing like years and years at a club like, like City um, but yeah I think it's going to have to be Pep for me OK very interesting so Pep Guardiola is crowned as our uh, if you are wondering what my opinion on is in this one is I would side with Pep but I see the Jose Mourinho side. I was talking with one of my good friends um, and, and uh, a, a correspondent of Preston Sports Podcast, Dan Goonan, who made a, a, an interesting point that, yes, Mourinho has won the trophies, but he has won trophies. He's won the Champions League with Porto, which is a remarkable, remarkable achievement. Then he had a constant success with Chelsea, um, who... Yes, they had a lot of money pumped into them, but they weren't. They weren't the. They weren't. They hadn't won a, a top division title for years and years. So they still had a bit of an 
underdog status to them. Um, and then obviously his spell at Man United isn't looked at, at the best, but I mean he came out of the Europa League. Um, won a Carabao Cup, didn't he? Didn't, did he win an FA Cup in his spell? Yeah. Mourinho? Or was that Van Hal? No, he won he, 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 he won three trophies in the year. Might have been Community Shield, one of them. Um, I mean, that second in that year with Man United in 17-19 was a, a remarkable achievement. But um, I think if you're going out with the legacy that managers are leaving the clubs in, the, the state that they're leaving them in, it's got to go to Pep Guardiola. So, are we happy with Relatively. the choice? We've I, I don't think I can... I don't think I can you ever be happy with Klopp not winning? Yeah, I was going to say, that's the only... <laughs> it's the only coach I can think that you close to Pep. at the minute. If we're talking about currency, then you've got to you've got to consider Klopp. But yeah, yeah, I think like I said, you've got to have, you've got to be special manager. And you've got to have a special team to outdo um, Liverpool last season, and I think Pep may have done that with City. Although there's still question marks after for City. I still think he, he he obviously the Champions League, he needs to. Do better and still holes in in that team that I think he, he's he's still looking to fill. But obviously, as you said before, they they can't spend the money and, and with the financial fair play sanctions and everything, it's going to be an interesting few years ahead. I think. Okay, interesting one there. So Pep Guardiola has been put forward as our best current manager out there in the football world with Pep Guardiola crowned as number one and Jose Mourinho crowned as the runner-up. So Pep Guardiola wins. Make sure that um, you listen in to some of our other shows that we've been putting out there. We, uh, Some of us and uh, our pundits have come up with our Premier League team of the decade whilst uh, we have decided on our team of the seasons. Next week we will be planning to do a Preston Offense special and I'm hoping to be joined by Joe Smithy Smith and Stuart Lockhart, one of our co-commentators at Hospital Radio. Um, and we will be doing the same sort of thing, listing the 16 best players of the 21st century to have played for Preston North End, and we will be finding out who we are crowning the best Preston North End player of the um, past 20 years. 